Is it okay to hate yourself? How do you handle self-destructive thoughts? Let's talk about that. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. I don't hate myself anymore. I remember writing those words in my journal a few years ago. And while it might seem sad and depressing to you, it was actually a major breakthrough in my life. I had spent much of my adult life with a firm sense of self-loathing for choices I had made and issues I suffered with, like anxiety, which led to depression. All this as a Christian man who read his Bible, prayed daily, and attended church on the regular. I had to work very hard to not say the words, I hate myself, and instead direct that energy into more positive pursuits. They sounded like this. I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good son. I'll be honest, I didn't really want to prepare this message. But I knew when God directed my thoughts to Psalm 139, I was meant to share a message that confronted the destructive pattern of self-hatred with the personal redemption and restoration of biblical truth and to share honestly my struggles and story. Also. Why do we struggle with talking about depression and anxiety? The Bible is chock full of guys who struggled with it. You can't thumb through the Old Testament without landing on a dude who felt like he just couldn't take it anymore. What's always key in scripture is that they didn't try to hide it or mask it as something else. They boldly shared their issues with God and allowed him to speak truth into their despair, light into their darkness, and hope into their hopelessness. We desperately need the power of Jesus Christ to confront the lies and attacks of our spiritual enemy who seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. What's tragic is just how often despair wins out in America. In 2021, suicide was the second leading cause of death in people ages 10 to 14 and 20 to 34 and among the top nine leading causes of death overall in the U.S. Sadly, over 12 million people seriously thought about ending their own lives, and about 3.5 million started planning their own death. So if this is resonating with you at all, understand, please, you're not alone. One of the hardest things I had to tell my wife was, Honey, I feel depressed. Naturally, I, I chose to do this during a date, because I am a true romantic. She was obviously concerned and wanted me to get the help I needed. I told her, I I love you, I love our kids, I love our life. I don't know why I feel this way, but I don't want to anymore. I want to get better. And I explained how long I had been trying to hop from moment to moment to try and stay above it all, but it just wasn't enough. And I wanted to be the very best version myself. It was an awkward and weird conversation, but a major turning point in my life and our marriage. The big secret was out. I was a mess, but now it seems so much more possible to help clean it up. If this is you and you're struggling with anything that sounds like what I was, please tell someone. I promise you, we would much rather have an awkward conversation than lose you to despair or see you suffer silently. A sad and sobering statistic 
is that 70% of suicide deaths in 2021 were by people who looked like me, the biggest victim being men. In fact, every 11 minutes, a person died by this awful self-inflicted pandemic. So please tell someone as early as you can. We want you here. We need you here. And we'll be devastated if you're gone. I'm so thankful I told my wife when I did. So how was I able to write the inspiring words, I don't hate myself anymore, in my journal? I remembered the words from Psalms 139, verse 14. Specifically, I recalled the New King James Version. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Throughout everything, I never doubted the goodness of God or the absolute truth of his holy word. So when I was confronted with this, it challenged all my messed up and destructive views of myself. I had to decide in that moment, would I choose to believe the Bible or declare that I was wiser than God's word? You see, when I would hear, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, my mind would picture a sweet, innocent baby. That immediately made sense to me. What did not sink deep into my soul was that it also applied to the person I saw in the mirror every morning. The Bible should challenge us. It should change us. God's holy word calls out all of our false ideologies and replaces them with the foundational truth of Jesus Christ. It rips out all of the rotten decay and replaces it with something new, sustaining and life-giving. The beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that he loves us, each and every one, regardless of what we've done or what we've said. What's equally beautiful is that God loves us too much to leave us as he found us. The mission of Jesus has always been the same salvation, redemption, and restoration. Jesus Christ does not affirm our identity. He transforms it. He elevates our idea of self to be aligned with who he is. That's the power of Psalms 139 verse 14 to change both my life and yours. I continually lay my old ideas of self-worth at the feet of Jesus to embrace my new identity in Christ. How can I hate what God has made? We're not meant to despise God's creation. In fact, we're meant to do the opposite. The Bible says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. We are meant to thank and praise God for who we are and acknowledge that we are not a mistake, but rather the creation of a loving Father. And in the next breath, recognize the greatness of our Creator. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. When we thank God for the beauty and blessing in our lives, we have to acknowledge that we are a part of that. And that can be hard to do, but also necessary. For the author of Psalms 139, it's reflected in the depths of his soul, and it needs to be in yours as well. 
When it is, it enables us to be a better father, a better husband, and a better son, a better mother, a better wife, and a better daughter. And not just better under our own power, but the best we can possibly be as a creation of God the Father. Now is the time to silence the lies of the enemy and embrace the life-changing truth of Jesus Christ. He knows you. He made you. And he loves you. I saw this heartbreaking video the other day of a little girl who told her mom, I hate myself. She was sobbing because she didn't like the way she looked. She had placed all her self-worth into one aspect of who she was. The mother choked back a tear and began telling her daughter the whole story. That she is beautiful, she is kind, strong, loving, valuable, amazing, funny, smart, talented, and a joy to be around. And she finally said, you are my daughter. I know more about you than you know about yourself. Don't ever call my daughter ugly. You are beautiful. So please remember, you are a child of God. Don't say awful things about Christ's son or daughter or believe damaging lies. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I want to close the podcast by reading Psalms 139. 1 through 18. My prayer is that these words would resonate deeply within your heart and soul, that you would submit your mind to these truths and allow them to change you. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me, the light around me to become night, but even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life, was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Psalms 139, 1 through 18, 
New Living Translation. Thank you for joining me on the Honestly Radio podcast. Now is a great time to explore God's Word yourself by reading Psalms chapter 139 on your own. If you need a Bible, just tap on the link in the Honestly Radio Instagram or Facebook page. We have free resources for you, as well as ways to connect and download the podcast. I want to encourage you to seek God daily through prayer, the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on the Honestly Radio podcast. Embrace Jesus Christ. Embrace true purpose for your life. We'll see you next time.